There we fucking go. Okay. I was wondering why it wasn't fucking recording. <laughs> hello? 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 Oh, hello? 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 <laughs> intro me, daddy. <laughs> Alright, who wants to take the intro? Uh, I mean, definitely one of you guys. <laughs> yeah. Alright. Um, give me a, give me a second. Me, 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 me. Me, 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 me. <laughs> Black people suck. God damn it. Another editing. We need more gun control regulation. <laughs> more editing. Damn it. <laughs> Bro, you putting in the beeps for that fucking... I was like, wait, we didn't get to the rape of Nat King Cole. R is for... And you just... <laughs> <laughs> Alright, y'all ready? Fuck yeah, let's do this shit. What's up? It's Wednesday, my dudes. Welcome to our midweek moron Breaking Bad deep dive. This is Memento Morons. This is our uh, no half measures Breaking Bad deep dive. Today it's just gonna be three of us. We got the main man Ben Bain doing all the recording and editing. Hell yeah. <laughs> we got my number one stunner straight from the gunner, Charlie motherfucking Gwen. And then we got me, the one who's actually... Well, no, I think Charlie's done it too, but I've done meth, so woohoo! <laughs> Today we're talking about Breaking Bad. And if you thought we went fucking ham on Cloverfield, I don't have Cloverfield tattooed on me, but I do have Heisenberg tattooed on me, so maybe that says something. I fucking love this show. The reason I brought Charlie in, because I know he fucking loves this show, and Ben loves this show, so we're just going to talk about it. We're going to maybe do some shit none of us have figured out even though it's been out for so goddamn long and i've seen it five fucking times but it's yeah i've been excited man i've been waiting for this shit for weeks since you mentioned it so that just means it's a good fucking show and we need to talk about it yeah and even then we can t we can bring in el camino and better call saul since it's all in the same universe oh yeah it's but, basically I mean, look, it's extensions of the same of the same story essentially yes it's like I mean, we'll get into Better Call Saul probably later, but this is about Breaking Bad, which is was started. So I think first we should start a. How did you get into it, and do you remember the first time you decided to start Breaking Bad? <laughs> I actually do remember the first time I watched it, and uh, I I feel like there's a lot of these people. I could be wrong, but I actually gave up on it after like an episode and a half, and went back to it a few months later, and I was. You know, got like two or three more episodes in, and I was just like, why did I quit on this the first time? Yeah, that's one of those where it's like, you kind of just sit through it because you're, you're like, ah, everyone's been saying it, but you, you're not mentally prepared not, yet to even accept. Ready. Yeah, you're just not ready, man. Because I remember you used to say that you, you tried Parks and Recreation, and then you, you quit on it. Yeah, did the same thing with that. 
and then you came over to my house when we were like in the mid depths of watching it and you laughed your fucking ass off and then you're like dude parks and rec yeah i came in on that on the episode where they were putting their mouths all the way over the uh, the water fountains <laughs> and that was enough for me to be like okay there's gonna be some yeah, gold dude. in here it's and then fucking... that was the thing with Breaking Bad too. Is I told people like you know so many people are like, did you watch Breaking Bad? Did you watch Breaking Bad? And I kept saying, you're I, like, I started that... it, didn't like it, and they're just like, just go in, dive in. I promise. And then... Like is Breaking Bad the one where they put their mouths all over the fucking water fountain? <laughs> <laughs> and that's what uh, gives them the meth. It just it's not a water fountain. It's a meth fountain. Oh, I didn't know you could get it out of a spout. I'm there, no. Yeah, dude, it's liquid. How dangerous was that? Like, I mean, there's pretty much liquid meth with, like, fucking red lines and fucking bangs and just yeah. li Do they have liquid Ritalin? Because I, I know my fucking donor ass would totally drink that. Dude. My knowledge of this stuff has uh, been long gone. <laughs> like, no, I just take the pills, I shove them down my urethra, then I hit it with a hammer. <laughs> oh, no. Oh no! So, uh, Matt, did, how did you first start watching Breaking Bad? Um, I think it was when I got out of basic training. Because I remember it first came on, and I was very turned off about it. Because I was like, why is Malcolm in the Middle's dad bald? <laughs> like, I was just like, ugh, like, why? What, what are you trying to be, like, Phil and Salmo from Pantera? Get out of here. Uh... <laughs> and so I just left it alone, and by the time I got into it, they were, like, midway during season three. And I don't know, man. I was just in my in my gra my grandma's house, just in my room. I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm just going to hit I'm gonna hit play, see what happens. As soon as I hit play, -bum 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 -bum, like, he's got a fucking gas mask on. There's two dead people in the back. He's going through the fucking desert. Like, he comes out in his fucking draws, like, ah, pointing a gun. Like, dude, what the fuck? fuck is happening man oh, and then like don't forget the hooked. fucking don't forget the fucking khakis that are flying in the breeze <laughs> dude what's dude. actually cool is you see those same pants in season five when he's, when he's going rolling out the barrel yes he's rolling the yes. barrel and he rolls right by his fucking pants that have been there for two years man yeah if you're not looking for it you won't see it but once you know you're like oh shit it's just such a cool little easter egg and there's dude, a there's, million of those in Breaking the easter Dead. eggs are like very bountiful in the show man even even with their like false openings where it keeps showing you glimpse and pieces and like black and white and you're like what is happening dude my favorite was uh season two episodes one four ten and thirteen i've done research today boys uh <laughs> the Good. ones where they do all the uh like that little pink teddy bear thing yes uh and it's so all the episodes titled together one is named 737 one's down one's over and one's abq which yeah, is so the 737 albuquerque. down yeah. over albuquerque which is because i think like i guess it was season two three ish when jesse starts dating uh starts dating jane. jackie or jane, jane 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 that's it yes and then she gets him into fucking heroin and <laughs> Which, dude, honestly, like, what's so crazy about that? Because whenever they were writing the show, Vince Gilligan had it written, because she owed overdoses on heroin. And how Vince originally wrote it was, Walt goes in there, sees them passed out, because he needs to get the money to make the deal. He misses his fucking own daughter's fucking birth because of this. But he wrote it where... He gets heroin and he injects her more so she does overdose and they're like dude that's too dark too fast we're in like season two you can't do that 
Oh, yeah, the they kind of toned it down until season five, but <laughs> there's. But even of... then, like, um, at when they filmed the scene of him going in there and he starts seeing her choke on her own vomit, and he goes to stop her, but then he stops himself because he's like, I mean, honestly, if he saved her life and she would have took Jesse, they would have just been on heroin the whole fucking time. Well, there's that, and it's it would have screwed him over. It was, I don't think he was trying to save Jesse at all. He no, was yeah. trying to keep Jesse around so that it would benefit him. Yep. Of course. And like I, I know they're like linked, but he it's really weird we root for this fucking dude. <laughs> like, of course you fucking like Heisenberg. I, he's the one I have tattooed on me, but it's like he's also just a lying, manipulating, drug dealing badass. Well yeah, at the beginning oh go ahead, Ben. I was just gonna say, I think the whole the whole thing with Walter White, Heisenberg, you know is we can all see ourselves in a compromising position but the thing uh the ending theme of it all is how pride when taken to its extreme can be the downfall of anybody regardless of good intentions exactly i can't remember who i heard say this a long time ago i might have heard it from you matt uh, but it was talking about how when you go and watch a TV show, you want to watch your favorite character do this good thing and be the be who they are, right? And Breaking Bad is the rise and fall of Walter White. He, he's completely different from the beginning of the series to the end. It's a yeah, transition. Their, their initial, like, jot down bar napkin idea was like, dude, let's take Mr. Rogers and turn him into Scarface. Which and that's... They, that's exactly what they did, dude. Like I said, that show was so captivating. Whenever season five was coming out, I stayed off of Facebook for a year so I wouldn't get, get it spoiled. Damn, that's dedication. Dude, because they split up season five into like part A and part B, you know? And so, I, I you know, I was, I was actively watching season five as it was coming out. And the last of the first half of season five is when they're at the barbecue and Hank goes to sit down and he realizes that Walter White is Heisenberg. Mm, and you yeah, just see him sitting flashbacks. on the toilet. Yes, and he looks up and the, it ends. And I was like, dude, no. That, that's it? Like, I know there's already three more episodes for the last, so I, I, I went on Amazon Prime. I bought the first three episodes of <laughs> part two of season five because I was like, I need to know. And then he goes to his fucking... Oh, bro. Dude, watching the recap, I was... Just so, I wasn't even really surprised, but maybe a little bit by like thinking of like iconic things from Breaking Bad. They're so evenly spread throughout the series. It's not like oh this season kind of sucked because of this. It's like no, it's just solid all the way through. And, and don't get me wrong, there's still I mean there's still like episodes I'm not the biggest fan of. Like one I can think off off the top is fucking the Fly episode. Which is a bottle I, episode. Uh, I have that as one of my notes. Just bring it up and let's talk about how we felt about it because that is a very controversial episode. People love it. People hate it. Most people hate it. But it's not a bad episode. But it's more like I said, it's bottle episodes to me. And you know, a bottle episode is just essentially the entire show is in one single specific spot. And yeah. so you know, they're in their underground lab. And Walter White sees a fly, so he's like, we're not leaving until we kill this fucking thing. And you're like, god damn it. 
Like, I want to go outside and, like, I can even go smoke a cigarette because these niggas are stuck in the fucking <laughs> ground. I mean, to me, I think he was just highlighting his control freak yes. issues and his, uh, the way he would just get obsessed. So it, it, it does drag a little bit, it seems, but they're kind of, I think they, clearly they meant to do it. Yeah, and like for the like people a... who can appreciate it, I think it it worked really well. I liked it. I didn't it wasn't my favorite episode yeah, ever. Of course it's not. I appreciate it's it. one it's one of those exposition episodes where it's like like Attack on Titan, like when it's just like oh they're gonna be talking this and you're kind of like let down, but you're also like you get the juice. Yeah, they're all in the barracks just talking about like what they need to do and what's going on, but nothing's actually happening. Yeah, with with regard to the fly episode, I. I'm kind of torn by it because I understand the meaning behind it because at this point in time making meth is pretty much the only thing that Walter has going for him like he's lost he's lost pretty much all connection with his fucking family his son is his son is soon to follow but his wife is already fucking beyond gone the and I think it was either the end of season three or season four but there's a scene that's noted as the death of Walter White <laughs> And it's when he's in big trouble, he needs to get this money stat, so he goes in the crawl space, and he's looking for it, and he's like, Scott, where's the money? And she's like, I gave it to Ted. And then he just starts, like, crying, he's laughing, he's hysterical, he's literally hysterical, and it just pans out with him just wallowing on the ground, laughing like a madman. And that right there is Walter White fully fucking dying and fully embracing Heisenberg. The rebirth. Funny thing, though, while I do like the Fly episode, it was directed by somebody who made my least favorite Star Wars movie. Was it Rain something? Ryan Johnson. Ryan Johnson. <laughs> He's the one that fucked over everything that J.J. Uh, Abrams tried to set up for the sequel trilogy by doing The Last Jedi and saying, oh, I see this. Fuck this. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I, I couldn't write a better fucking Star Wars film, so... I... I have a feeling that I could, but at the same time, I don't have the requisite capital to... No, I mean, everyone thinks they could, but it's also like, you know, I play guitar, and when I see people, like, kind of do a solo, and everyone's like, that's badass, and I'm like, I could do that, but it's like, sometimes, like, could you? Could you really? You don't need, you don't need capital to write a script, Ben. Well, you need capital in order to take that script and make it into a fucking movie to prove to everybody that you can actually make a better story and then go to Ryan Johnson and be like, suck it, bitch. Well, if you make the better story, you just bring it to the right people and then, you know, you try, you get the money to come to you. You know what? I'm going to get on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> hey, my dad works in uh, screenwriting, man. Oh, shit. Send it to yeah, him. Yeah, he actually does, man. I remember you told me once script he wrote where it's like these people come across i guess it was a fallen alien ship or something but like they keep going in and like they keep dying but it was essentially the alien ship still had like security set on it oh well, i want to say i think it was called shadow mountain it's something to do with shadows were like actively attacking people somehow mm -hmm. it was weird i don't know i'm not not saying it's all good. It's <laughs> just a bunch of black people beating up civilians. Oh, God. You know what? If he wants to make something that is uh, with a $0 budget, tell him that you got a guy. <laughs> yep. Like, well, man, I could definitely afford $0. Right? 
That's everything I have in my wallet, man. I can't give that to you. All I need is right? oh. like I can't I can't even afford that zero dollars. Uh, that Louie joke of just like when the bank takes your money, like uh, when you overdraft and it's like and they you take thirty five more dollars. He's like, I don't even have no money. I have negative money. <laughs> negative monies. Yeah, just t tell him our first meeting about the film project will only cost him gas money and a trip to Taco Bell. That's it. <laughs> what does he say? It's like somebody invites him to something and it's just like, you know, it's free. It's like, I can't even afford that. <laughs> <laughs> like, right? Only people that got more money than fucking Walter White at the end of Breaking Bad is all the fucking uh, gas station clerks. <laughs> yeah. No, by the end of Breaking Bad, Walter has no money, but Walter Jr. has the money. Dude, and like, because what was so cool about it, because there's, they did a bunch of like, uh, like bonus scenes or like fake endings or alternate endings that are just on the special features. Because mm -hmm. at the end, because um, when he gets diagnosed, you know, the doctor says you have two years to live. And it literally, the whole show takes place in two years, even though his cancer goes in and comes out. At the end of it, he ends up ricocheted, and he's fucking bleeding out on his own stuff, listening to Baby Sky Blue. Well, but like, uh, well, you get you get hit in the gut with a three oh eight round. You're not, you're 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 feeling it. That's the the very at the very fucking least, you're fucking feeling that shit. <laughs> It's like, that show made such an impact on me. Like, I broke down and I spent the $200 on the Blu-ray methylamine barrel. Which is, like, a true... Because I love collecting shit, so... Like, all the... Like, I can't even lend people any seasons of it because they all come in these magnetic, uh... Polyamorous fucking, like, stacks. Like, they have the DVDs in them, but they're, they're just, like acrylic coasters that are magnetic that holds the blu-rays in there you mean poly he, you mean polyurethane polyamorous is when a couple who gives a shit like adopt a third <laughs> that's hilarious yeah so so i have this polyamorous breaking bad set right all these wives are all over me i'm like hey man goes by them they them they him hers and uh shim shim and herms <laughs> until they get hit by a 50 cal then their pronouns are was were <laughs> like shim was chill when herm was my dad but now that hims is my mom they're just like on my ass dude now you're <laughs> making my brain throw up what the fuck <laughs> you know i didn't even use numbers i just said a shit fucking sentence <laughs> no nah, i think it's i think it's a drink but like no man i've um because i i've watched it about four or five times all the way through and every time I'd be, like, re-watching it, I'm like, why am I watching this again? And then, like, just the smallest badass scene. Like, even in season one, when Walt Jr.'s trying on his pants, and those kids are making fun of him. And Walter White kind of already had the taste of some of the fucking hardcore life, so he just leaves and comes back and stomps on their fucking knees. And he's like, you and your boys need to try some shit. Come on, go, 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 go. Yeah. And I was like, that's badass. <laughs> See. Want to see another like alternate version of that where they just beat his ass? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that fucking happened. That could totally happen, that man. Could, like totally happen. That's why. That's why that doesn't usually happen. Like people don't usually do that because they're like, hey, those guys are. I know they're young. Well, it's like at the end of season one when he he um, because you know they they make the fucking they make the dope and you know he's like, yo, Mister White, this is like glass grade and it's like the nicest shit and then. He goes to sell it in bulk, and then Tuco beats him up, takes a shit, 
So what does this motherfucker do? He makes a fucking different chemical that looks just like it. Walks his ass up in there. He's like, all right, so I beat up your mule boy. Take his meth. Then you come in here and offer me more meth. And he's like, this isn't meth. And like one single throw, boom, blows that shit up. Comes out with the fucking, oh, bro, that's that so shit. Badass. Like, it's like It's like crystallized mercury or some shit, I think. Also, I mean, no, continue. Oh, with that scene, has one of the best Easter eggs. You remember uh, that Howard Dean politician, the scream, the yeah, like Dave Chappelle makes fun of. They add that into the aftermath of like the explosion and screaming. <laughs> they just have that in there. You listen, I love you it. Specific Dude, little <laughs> That's fucking dope, man. That's funny shit. I will. I will hilarious. say this. With regards to the production of Breaking Bad, I gotta give props to Vince Gilligan because that motherfucker knows continuity. Like everything, they 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 went over that shit with a fine tooth comb every time. Like with the fucking khakis, with the freaking watch, uh, the fucking uh, the wedding band that got too or that his finger got too thin for. And so he had it on a fucking necklace, and as he's about to do his last fucking thing, it just kind of dangles there to remind him. Because, like, how they shot it as the seasons go on, his the color of his wardrobe gets darker and darker. Towards the end, he's wearing just all black and fucking dark browns. But they also they were also making his, his clothes, like, slightly bigger and bigger since he was in cancer, so he looks a lot more sickly and fucking thin. I didn't notice that. That's he he goes from him. he goes from Mr. Roberts to like Mr. Roberts is that is that is that your gym Mr. teacher <laughs> <laughs> or Mr. No, Mr. Rogers? He goes from Mr. Who's Rogers. Mr. Rogers, your gym teacher. <laughs> goes from Mr. Rogers to the Dallas Buyers Club. But uh... any fucking motherfucker. <laughs> Hey man, but, that's why you know, I just do heroin and get AIDS, man. All right, all right, all right. I ain't gay. But now he he goes from he goes from Mr. or from uh yeah Mr. Rogers to Norman Bates without the freaking mother fetish thing. Yeah, I mean he might like his mom like that. He didn't exactly talk about his mom. Like he would talk. Uh, he talked more about his dad, which died when he was six, versus his mom that was still alive and apparently annoying the shit out of him. It's like one of my, my homie Andrew, well, y'all know Andrew, but I was like, bro, have you watched Breaking Bad? He's like, I mean, I, I started it, but like, it's just drama. Like, I don't want drama. Like, I want to see him do science and shit. I'm like, dude, he does science the entire show. They have to build a battery out of fucking nothing because Jesse fucked up. They gotta, they gotta get their hands on a fucking laptop so they get a, uh, they get a freaking junkyard, uh, magnet and just fucking Dude. rip it from the shelf <laughs> like it, that show was just one of those that's like they they were going so hardcore that game of thrones was like hey we need to up our game <laughs> yeah the guy it. he was just like yeah he's the most evil motherfucker and he's like i need to change that <laughs> it it's funny that you mentioned game of thrones because whenever i first started watching breaking bad this was like late 2013 early 2014 i had just I had moved into the rental house that I was splitting rent three ways between uh, my buddies and I, and we would host, uh, we would host fucking Game of Thrones parties and shit. You know, uh, hand out some fucking shots and see how many people get killed, see how many people fuck their sister. You know, all the, all the typical fucking Game of Thrones shit. And 
while I was trying to catch up because they were on like season two or season three and I just finished the end of season one, that's when I saw Breaking Bad and I was like, I heard Matt talk about this. I'm going to give it a shot. Next thing I know, three weeks later and I finished the entire series. (laughs) It's it's because a lot of shows, they, they struggle from the same mishaps, which is dragging it on too fucking long. Yeah, and I'm not, it's I'm so, it. so hard to not do that with, you know, it's business, people, everybody's making money. They're like, hey, we can, they convince themselves that they can still keep it good and make more money. And I guarantee you they could have, but he, he played it smart and he's like, I would rather do something that starts and ends and it, it creates a fucking capsule of like, like, dude, like I said, man, it's it's been years since the show ended and we're still talking about it's it. It's such an honorable way to make a show yeah and so then like, with uh for with... the fans like really just say i'm making this good ending it where it ends and not dragging it out for money i'll make better call saul and i'll make al camino <laughs> you know not gonna it's really like... fuck up yeah, the main gonna... thing yep i will say the uh there's only one other show that i know of that actually follows that kind of uh that kind of sorry i just kicked over my trash can full of a beer oh shit uh, i'm I'm grabbing my my breaking bad barrel because when i bought it i pulled everything out it's it's like a like a foot tall fucking methylamine barrel but i had everything sprawled out in the fucking floor looking at all the goodies and the discs (laughs) and this this, it's a little long but i'm gonna read this real quick this is vince gilligan's note to the fans oh shit dear breaking bad fan Endings are, to use Jesse Pinkman's favorite word, a bitch. Endings mean saying goodbye, and saying goodbye is hard. Nobody likes leaving a party too soon when the music's still playing and the drinks are still flowing and all your buddies are together and laughing and waving you back. Come back. Hey, this thing's just getting started. It feels downright ungrateful not to stick around. Worse, it makes you wonder what a great time you'll miss once you're gone. Over the last few years, many people have asked me why Breaking Bad was leaving the party. Friends and strangers alike told told me it was too soon to end the show. I thank them for their highest of compliments, just as I thank you. Yes, you, pal. I'm talking to you. You're the completist who just shelled out a good amount of money for our series box set. This, after you bought each and every individual season as they become available, all of which you've now got listed on eBay. <laughs> and and there you sit, cross-legged on the living room floor in front of your new black plastic barrel, which is splayed open atop your coffee table, and you're actually reading the liner notes. I mean, who does that? <laughs> Me. I do that, and I'm currently doing that. You're the reason we made Breaking Bad in the first place. You're why we sweated the small stuff for six straight years and why the folks at Sony Home Entertainment busted their butts making what I believe to be the coolest, most complete series box set ever. There are way, way more extras jam-packed into this sucker than you're required to safety the whore mistress that is commerce. This final set represents, dare I say it, a labor of love. That's because we knew you're out there, caring as much about the show as we do, and that means the world to us. Believe it or not, you're also the reason we ended Breaking Bad when we did. Because the only thing worse than leaving a party too soon is leaving it too late. Yours truly, Vince Gilligan. Hell yeah. Yeah, man. So, like, my first bought $200 fucking whole series. 
had it sprawled out on my coffee table with my legs crossed, and I was like, he's talking to me right now. <laughs> but like, yeah, dude, it's better to get in and get out than fucking... Like, what What are you fucking... I'm glad, I'm glad they didn't go the supernatural route and, like, have a Scooby-Doo episode. Yo, gosh. Ah, oh, Jesus. But even then, because he may have ended the show, but with Better Call Saul, which is honestly just as great, if not a little... Like, dude... It sets up Breaking Bad so fucking well. I and then with El Camino being the immediate aftermath of Breaking Bad, like... For, for like just three... Two shows and a movie, like, the lore of it is so deep and, like, it's, it's just enriching, even though it's a bunch of bad shit and people doing terrible stuff. Like, does... Like, dude, their kill, kids get killed. He poisons Brock. And lies about it the whole fucking time. Like, there's insane. Do you, insane. It's, do it's you think insane. that after Better Call Saul ends, they'll do something else to expand the uh, universe? I don't know. Honestly, I don't see it happening. I think once season six ends of Better Call Saul, because that's going to be the last of it, I think they'll call it. I mean, I could see him doing other stuff. Honestly, I've even seen a, a cameo of Vince Gilligan in Comedy Bang Bang, the show, and I was like, holy shit! <laughs> That's Vince Gilligan. He doesn't ever do shit other than Breaking Bad. Hey, Matt. Just so you know, that freaking methylamine barrel of yours just appreciated by 50%. I'm looking at an eBay auction with it listed for $299. Dude, even the 200 it was like, that was, that was like most of my paycheck at that time. And I was like, you know what? Just do it. Take my money. And then he's like, are you sure? I was like, yep. And he scanned it. He was like, there it goes. And I was like, "Thank you." <laughs> now I'm gonna now I'm gonna sprawl it out on my coffee table and read Vince Gilligan talking about me. <laughs> well, because well, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm wanting to do a rewatch, but I want to finish Better Call Saul first and then do the rewatch. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I'm not gonna go to Netflix or anything. I spent two hundred dollars on fucking Blu-rays. Bet your ass I'm gonna wait for each of them to fucking load, and watch it on the discs I paid for. Dude, Better Call Saul is kind of it's. I do love it. I, I triggering emotions in me that I did not expect to like actually almost physically be like, ooh, this is tough to watch. Where he's just like completely fucking over Kim's life while Dude, she, on yeah, his she goes, journey she, to. She goes bad, man. He's poison to her. Which is basically what Walter White does to Skyler. See, but, and Skyler started off as a super bitch the whole time. Yeah, she was hateable at the beginning. But then once... Like, dude, because me and my wife have these talks all the time when we're watching movies and someone's being secretive. I was like, you know I would tell you everything immediately or just say, hey, I have shit to do, I will explain it later. So I can at least cut out this tension. Because, like, even then he was lying so long and then that time he was like under sedation and like hey your phone went off and he's like which one, which one? <laughs> and then it's like what about that time you talked about your second phone like oh skylar i was on drugs i was probably you know just lying is like actually i think you accidentally told the truth yeah. and I'm like yeah if you just lay it lay it out like it's not gonna be that fucked up but then when he does he does it the wrong way and be like someone gets shot in the face you think that of me no i'm the one who knocks I am the danger. Dude, also, so I was thinking about, uh, I was watching the, uh, the rundown of it today, and there was one moment that I forgot about that I think is just, like, kind of the most, like, 
piece of shit move. One of the most, it's it's really not that big of a deal, but it kind of is, is when he buys the car wash back from, yes. uh, I think his name is Bogdan. Yeah, fuck yeah. you and your eyebrows. Yeah, and then the guy that. comes back and he's just like really sentimental. He's just like, fuck, I'm losing this place. And he grabs his first dollar he made at the place oh, off the wall. Dude, yeah. And Walter's like, no, Leave that's it mine. As is. And then he just smashes it and just puts it in the vending machine and gets a soda or whatever. It's just such a... That's, yeah, it's it's Ooh. one of like honestly in my rewatch of it, I might have different eyes of like, God, I mean, because you know the whole time is like, oh, I'm doing this for my family, and then at the end when Skyler's like, dude, stop fucking lying to me, and he's like, you know what, I'm not, I'm doing it for myself. I liked it. I was good at it. Well, at the, at the same time, like this this is just uh, this is just another example of the evolution of Walter White because. What started the whole fucking bullshit in itself was paying for his cancer treatments his own fucking way. If y'all remember, his former business partners at Gray Matter, the company that he tried or that he founded, offered him a high-paying job. Uh, yeah, that... he turned it down. He 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 got bought out instead of buying in. Because yeah. he's like, yeah, man, they, they gave me like this money, and that was a lot for us at the time. But you know what they're worth now? Like millions, like billions. They're well, worth billions. Well, no, he didn't get bought out. He sold his shares yeah, he sold willingly. His, he sold his share. For... He didn't want to go back in because that was like he's like they built to the billion without him. He fucked up already. He didn't want to come in now because he knows that that's not him that did that. You know? Yeah, he wants to try and do everything his own way, and All so about his pride. Yeah, See, and that's what sucked. Because if I was him, because they did offer, like, dude, you want to come work for us again? I'd have been like, yes. Exactly. I'll, right. I'll, I'll stop cooking right now. Thank you. I don't want to fucking but die. Jesus, I've gone all the way down to cooking meth. Yes, I will come back. <laughs> yeah, but here's here's the here's the funny thing. We have we don't have, like, I know I'm prideful as fuck. I mean, Matt, you know, we all, we all do. We all, we all. Pride is always in every one of us. But there's a yep. there's an extent to where. You're putting your pride over priorities of other people. Yeah, like, I know, I'm pr I'm prideful as fuck, but if I was offered a golden fucking ticket, I'd be like Charlie yeah. in the goddamn chocolate factory and cashing that shit in. <laughs> fuck yeah, man. That's Take also that part shit. of, because he was dying, you know? I think that also plays into it. It's just like, I have to leave my legacy. Like, he's not yeah, just right. trying to live the next few years and figure out a legacy from there he's Fuck he's no, found he's out what he wants to build and this is not part of it yeah mm -hmm. you asked if i was in the meth business no i'm in the empire business what's funny is uh, y'all catch how he's trying to mold jesse as his successor dude and like honestly like I, i'm so glad jesse got out because, like, Jesse's the one, like, because Jesse was originally supposed to die in season one. Tuco was supposed to kill him. Thank you, Ryder Strike. <laughs> dude, yeah, but they, they saw, like, their dynamic, and they're like, dude, we can't. We got to keep him around. Yeah, and... it, was, it was that Ryder Strike also, because they, they were like, oh, shit, we're, we're having trouble getting people around now, and uh, this guy's actually pretty good. So let's work that into the story and make What's it kind of part. funny is because, uh, the dude, uh, what's his name? Jesse Pinkman. What's his this actor's Aaron name? Aaron Paul. Yes, Logan he Paul. actually almost <laughs> won Price is Right. There's. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that. 
he was so he, happy. He lost the very last one and lost everything, but it's like, yeah, bitch. <laughs> I says right, bitch. But now he goes to he goes to star in the most in one of the most awesome TV shows we've ever watched, and then immediately after, star in the worst fucking video game movie I've ever seen. Need for Speed. Yes. Like, cause, cause, like that show, kind of. I mean, don't get me wrong. Whenever Vince Gilligan had the idea, he's like, "It has to be Brian Cranston. It just has to be. If we can't get him, we're not making it." Fun. Well, he, they actually uh, had Kevin Spacey and some other guy were in the running for that. <laughs> well, I, I just know, like, he was like, "Man, if we can get friggin'." Brian Cranston, then then that's that's it. We have the sh- it's same thing when like Cannibal when Chris Barnes left Cannibal Corpse, and they're like, dude, we need to get that corpse grinder George Fisher guy. Or like when and even uh, like whenever uh, uh, Corey Taylor joined uh, joined Slipknot after after they saw his vocals whenever they played in the Battle of the Bands. Dude, yeah, because he said he saw Slipknot play, and he's like, he's like, I never had a feeling like this before, but I was like, I can add so much like depth to that vocal range and. Mm-hmm. And then they they approached him like they were going to beat his ass, and they're just like, "Hey, do uh, you want to be our new vocalist?" And he's like, "Will I?" <laughs> Slipknot could get rid of four more people, and they would sound the same. Well, of course, because there's like eighteen fucking people and three drummers upside down spinning while they're playing and shit. Yeah, you have two trash can guys, which uh, <laughs> they're just dumpster men. Hey, man, let them all get them paychecks, dog. Oh, yeah. they do. Now they do. Uh huh. He was t- Corey Taylor was talking about it. He's like, man, when we first started touring, like it was great, but it's like you get like a $20 per diem for the week. He's like, I never lived on so many fucking Slim Jims in my life. Hey, say what you will, Slim Jims are fucking great. Slim Jims <laughs> go hard, but can you imagine living on Slim Jims? <laughs> you become the Slim Jim. <laughs> we become Macho Man Randy I am Savage. the Slim that gyms. <laughs> I believe you become acid reflux. Step into a Slim Jim! <laughs> <laughs> See, I have no esophagus left. Now, funny thing, actually, a little fun fact about Brian Cranston. He's not just accredited with Malcolm in the Middle. Did y'all fucking know he was Zordon as well? Yes. He's in totally. Power Rangers? Yes, he was in Power yes. Rangers. Yes. He voiced the fucking villain, man, so it was like... I didn't know the Power Rangers had a messed up villain. That's pretty cool. Well, no, Zordon's the good guy. He's the floating head. You're thinking of really? you're thinking of Emperor Zed. Hey, uh, I kn- I know he voiced the villain. That Zordon's the good guy. He's the guy that tells all the Power Rangers to go do shit. Like so, he's like Borat, <laughs> like King and Castle, King and Castle. <laughs> you do this, you do that. I have a chance. I am a frozen head. A different voice actor and like physical actor. I. I don't know. Like season one, I know there. I know that Brian Cranston's not in season one because this fucking chubby dude is in season one. Um, uh, okay, I bet. Okay, so I know somebody who's uh, I think like middle school or high school science teacher was sort of. Mm-hmm. And I've looked it up a long time ago. Like, yeah, that checks out. Says that guy. Yeah, he from said he provided. And... Provided the voices of Snizzard and Twin Man during the first seasons. Yeah, I so, mean, I, I didn't watch enough fucking Power Rangers, but I 
I watched Power Rangers back when they first fucking started. I don't remember was, what episode. Still, like, honestly, me and Robert Daniels got real big into Power Rangers, and we, like, brought our toys to school, and they're like, you guys like Power Rangers? I'm like, you probably do too. Like, why are you making fun of this? Yeah, I remember. There was this one animated TV show I loved watching as a kid. And this was like... Red's the Cat? No, it was, it was some kind of fucking... Think of Freakazoid, but not as cool. Um... So, like, you got this fucking off-the-ball hero guy. And he was... Uh, the show was on Fox about the time whenever I got home. And the last episode played. Then whenever I went home to watch to watch that show, it was like, And now, for the newest ep- newest show that's on Fox Kids, Power Rangers! And I'm like, oh, what the fuck is this shit? And then, like, ten seconds in, and now all of a sudden I'm singing to the theme song. <laughs> you can't really sing to it, but you can definitely air guitar to that motherfucker. Yeah. That shit fucking... Well, of course, of course, there's also the porn parody. Go, go, shower strangers! <laughs> I'm stuck in the shower. <laughs> Help, Walter, I'm stuck inside of your giant meth empire. <laughs> Why are they all ancient now? No, uh, one thing I learned about, uh... Because there's 62 episodes... In Breaking Bad, and the 60-second chemical on the fucking... Ah, what is it? What's the fucking chart with all the chemicals? Periodic, periodic table. table. Yes, the periodic table is, like, one of the main ingredients in meth. I'm not sure if they pre-planned that out, but that's how it turned out. I think they might have pre-planned it. made of it. everything, so... <laughs> there, hey, man, that's why I use brake cleaner on my meth, so I could stop anytime. <laughs> So you can break bad? <laughs> well, it's like, because there's, there's shit that Walter White uh, takes on as he's progressing. Because, like, um, in season one, whenever he has Crazy 8, uh, you know, chained up in his fucking basement, and he's got to kill him. And Crazy 8, you know, oh, I want the crust cut off of my sandwich. Like, way to go, drug dealer. Can't even handle crusts. And, and, you know, so he, yeah, so he ends up, you know, he puts the plate together that breaks, and he finds the shard missing, and he's like, god damn it. And he has to just strangle him. But after that, after that, he starts cutting the crust off of his sandwich. Yes, I was going to say that. Uh, he takes something from the people that he kills. Some... Same thing with Mike, man. After he kills Mike, which was terrible. You don't have, like, oh, you don't have to kill Mike. Even he after says... he shot Mike, he was like, oh, I didn't need to do that. But he starts ordering his his alcohol uh, with ice. He didn't do he didn't do that before. Well, he Mike also uh, earlier in the show, Mike told him one time to learn to take yes for an answer, and he Dude, he I, says that to Lydia later on in the show. I use that quote all the time in my life now. Really? When people are when people are arguing with me and they're winning. I'm like, dude, can you just learn to take yes for an answer? And honestly, <laughs> yo, fuck Lydia. I'm so glad you died the way you fucking died. Oh, you piece yeah, of shit. Dude. When she, she's like, I'm a woman and I'm fragile, but I'm also very important. So, she's like a God, fucking you're a cunt. She's like a fucking Karen secretary who puts way too much weight into her, her own job. Because like Breaking Bad, because like uh, you know, I've watched a lot of shows and some of the endings aren't that great. I love Game of Thrones, but the very last episode was kind of like, this happened and this happened and this happened, and you're like, what the fuck, man. How are you gonna show me the best episode on season three of your last, like episode three of your last season, and then give me this shit? 
But like Breaking Bad put a good little like bow on everything. Like even when he knew he was gonna die and no one could get all the money he made, and then he goes to the his old partner, and he's like, "Look," he breaks in their house and he's like, "Look, I'm gonna die, but just so you know, like if you don't constantly feed this money into my family and my child, I have people here." And then like they see two red lasers on him. Those are the <laughs> best two snipers west of the Mississippi. <laughs> it's just fucking. Badger and Skinny Pete, dude. Yeah. They got laser pointers. <laughs> it was so good, dude. That's the shit that you're like, I fucking love That's you, dude. The thing is, like, Bat or Breaking Bad has a, a lot of humor in it. Yep. It's... And it's all... It's not... It's not outright slapstick type shit or anything. You're just like, ha, 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 ha. That's funny. Dude, you there's, know? there's even a, a Reservoir Dogs reference... Where, um, it's, I guess it's when Jesse finds out that he, like, killed, uh, or poisoned Brock or whatever, but he goes to his house, and he's got him on, with a gun on the ground, and Walt has a gun pointed at him, and it's the same scene from, uh, Reservoir Dogs, Mm -hmm. that's got, you know, like a, cause, but what's cool about that is both of them, they're named Mr. Pink and Mr. White. So you have Jesse Pinkman and Walter oh, White yeah, in, the, in the same position as they were in Reservoir Dogs pointing guns at each other. Dude, one of the things I like the, the reference they made to something else, which, which I've looked it up, it hasn't been confirmed, but I fucking know it is, is Jane. It's definitely referencing that Jane's Addiction song. Uh, yes. You know, I can't remember what it's, what it's called. But uh, Yeah, that'd have to be, all be you. I don't know, I don't know Jane's Addiction. Shit. Well, uh, it's heroin, like, dude. Gonna kick tomorrow. It's about heroin addiction. And Is it not says, just called heroin? Go- no, he says. She says. The guy says, "We're gonna. Ki- I'm gonna kick tomorrow." And there's a scene in Breaking Bad where they're like talking about the money and everything. And she's like, "We'll just. We'll do it all tonight, and we'll go to rehab tomorrow. We'll get off of this tomorrow." And I'm just like, "That's got to be a reference to that." It probably totally is, cause like, like that show. Jane was... says that's the song. I, I should know this. But... See, that's that's totally got to be the reference then, cause like, even even as a viewer, cause like, Matt's not good at all. Cause even even when his friends would be like waiting at his house and like, hey man, you know you got you got anything? You take the edge off. And he's like, oh, I'm trying to quit. Like, right. all right, well, I guess we're gonna go. Like, well, don't leave. I was joking, man. Like, here you go. I'm like, I did meth for three years, and it definitely doesn't take the edge off. It puts it it on. right on. It puts the edge right on. It's like a ceramic sharpener for that edge. Man, I was sitting around here floating on a giant sphere in the sky until that came around. Yeah, no fucking shit, man. I'm I'm not going to lie. I think Breaking Bad's going to be one of those fucking shows where people just keep coming up with uh, Easter eggs here and there, little by little. Kind of like a... Kind of like how uh, people used to put Easter eggs in fucking video games and shit. Like, I think the last Easter egg ever to be found on Halo 3, of all fucking things, was this happy birthday message, which somebody mistakenly found in, like, 2018 or some shit. And that game came out in 07. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Well, it's like, because even in Breaking Bad, uh, whenever Saul Goodman's got to, like, break away and move move out, he's like, oh, no, I'm probably just going to end up working at a Cinnabon. Yeah. And in Better Call Saul, he's totally working at a Cinnabon as a manager of it or something. Dude, another <laughs> Easter egg I found uh, was after Jesse kills Gale, 
throughout uh, the series they'll put Gale's name backwards just in the background somewhere like when he's playing that zombie video game it's like tagged oh, keep, on yeah, something and he, keeps, he has like PTSD from it cause that haunts him the whole rest of the show man dude speaking of fucking PTSD El Camino like see I was planning on watching that when I got off work but I had to <laughs> wait an hour to get a fucking truck alright so I'll just like you know, you know the. Do you know the basic synopsis of the show, like the Cliff's Notes of it, or the yes, of the movie? I, like I watched it like two or three times when it came, but that was also like years ago. All right, so because basically we know he's trying to start a new life for himself, but he's got to get money to establish a new identity uh, through some back alley deals and shit, and he ends up fucking killing some people in the process. The first fucking morning. After he escapes from the fucking compound, whenever Walter busts him out and shit and dies on the floor and he, you know, fucking takes yeah, off in the El Camino. takes off like a bat out of hell, man. And he's fucking crying while he's doing it because he's just so fucking relieved and grief-stricken and shit. He wakes up in, is it Badger's house or Skinny Pete's house? I think it's Skinny Pete's. Because yeah, I know Badger's there, but it's probably Skinny, Skinny Pete gives him a car, right? The El Camino? No, no, no. He gets the El Camino from the compound. Uh, Skinny Pete's uh, Skinny Pete has like a grand, like a like a Le Mans or something like a Pontiac Le Mans. And Bad Skinny Pete was the one dude that looked like a legit meth head. Yeah, and Badger <laughs> is the one that gave him his Pontiac Fiero. Like he had a little Pontiac okay. Fiero that he was tooling around in. But no, See, I, I only watched El Camino one time when it came out, and I was like. It, it was it was good. It was like yeah. It didn't like like I said, it, it didn't need to be done, but it's it's fun. It's great that they did. Cause, it was like, good for the people that needed more. It it gives closure for the yeah, whole it's for Jesse the super fans. Yeah, it, it gives closure for the whole Jesse story because some people might view the whole Jesse escaping thing as a cop out because you don't really know what happens other than him speeding away in an El Camino. because how how it works with Jesse and Walt. They're on opposite ends of the spectrum at the beginning of the show, and by the time the show ends, they're at each other's end. Where because like now, like after all the shit with Brock and that, because every time my wife has walked in when I'm watching the show, it's always the train episode. Every <laughs> time, for some reason, and what's interesting about, Todd. yeah, dude, what's interesting about that show is it goes off without a hitch. Everything works out perfectly, and then the very end. Kid shows up on a motorcycle and Todd's dumbass just shoots him. He didn't see anything. He just waved. Uh, but that fucking meth demon looking motherfucker decided to take a kid out. <laughs> and it's like, dude, yeah, meth demon. That's, cool. <laughs> he, that's him. <laughs> meth demon. Hey, I gotta say, if you're doing, if you're in that situation, Todd did the right thing. I, dude, no, I get it. They, like they've they've gone like. Because even dude, after you killed so many other people, like just dude, you're all psychos. Because he's yeah, more psycho he... than you. But he... after... hey, you gotta get away with it. That kid probably not gonna be a problem. I'm... You're not taking any chances. I'm sorry, y'all. Then... You hate him for it, but I get it. I keep thinking of fucking Team America now. Meth Damon. <laughs> one of us doesn't have kids. <laughs> <laughs> No, but like sometimes I, you gotta kill kids, man. Sometimes I mean, you, you do. do. Sometimes you just have to poison them with your own little plants you grew. Oh God, dang it! <laughs> like, what, why, they, why they did that is because it's like 
because like the moment the show starts and like there's already two dead people on day one of I'm gonna start cooking meth and now you're like you're in there's no in or out you get a phone call that says come outside and you're gone and then you got a fake a fugue state butt naked in a store <laughs> like dude wow. it's 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 so much heavy shit man by the way in that store on sale in the aisle was the pink teddy bear from the, oh uh... really mm. yeah. It was hanging on the shelf whenever it's like the camera's behind the lady looking at Walter's butt. It's hanging <laughs> up there. Dude, that's fucking cool, man. It's also in the background of one scene, like, just stuck up in a tree. Because, like, even though the whole bear scene and the, the plane, like, precursor was, you know, because Jane died and so her father, who is controls airlines... He's... was depressed and he wasn't doing his job right so two airplanes collide in 737 down over Albuquerque. Yep. And even then that's that's the purple bear with half of his face burnt is foreshadowing to honestly one of the best fucking villains in a fucking show which is Gus Fring. Yeah, the half uh... the face. Fucking Dude, you see him he I I believe he's gay honestly. I think it's his boyfriend who gets shot in the fucking yeah, he head. Is. They yeah. Are. It's yeah, funny, they... the guy I was watching who did that recap, he was just like, his business partner. I was like, no, that was his no. lover. <laughs> like, they, was, they, it was very they... much implied, so I guess you can see how you... Like, he's, the, he he's, the, most, he's the most fucking brutal gay guy in television history. Dude, he, he has <laughs> I don't such... know that I can say that. I haven't seen a lot of television, so I will just... Yeah, he just has such a presence, man. And, like, you know he doesn't... Because he's, like, all business every fucking time. Because, like, even when that one dude fucks up... And he slits his own assistant's throat with a box cutter. And they're just like, what the fuck was that? And he's like, no more mistakes. Like, God, all right, nigga, you ain't playing. I just wanted some chicken for what's wrong with you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How frustrating was it with Gus whenever Walter plants the bomb on his car? He's standing on a building across the way with some binoculars. And Gus just walks up and just feels it somehow. Oh, you know, dude, he just knew. It's like he's yeah, got. It's like he's got a low jack detector up his asshole or some shit. <laughs> Dude, just the way he fucking took out the whole cartel, man. Cause I I know he he, he takes Jesse and fucking Mike down there, and he's like, "Dude, what what am I doing here?" He's like, "Look, I don't know, kid, but all I know is either we're all leaving here or none of us are leaving here." And you know, so he he gives him the poison fucking tequila, and he drinks it, and they all drink it. I'm like, oh, he can't have any. He's a recovering drug addict, and Mike's not drinking. And then so he goes and purges himself, and then everyone starts fucking dying. And he's like, oh, like, take your fucking fill and leave. Because, like, fucking try me, dude. Like, that shit was so impressive, man. That was like, another thing that Walter took from one of his victims is putting the towel on the floor to put yeah, his knees with, onto. Yeah, the fucking knees, man, when he's, like, throwing up. Cause like, cause I, I remember whenever the end of season four and Walt goes to Salamanca and he's like, Hey man, do you want to just take that fucking black person off? <laughs> and he's like, ding, 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 ding. <laughs> I'm like, bro, he like, I mean, I get it. It's insane. You blew up a fucking retirement home. Like that's the scope of it. You put a bomb in a retirement home. You got the job done. And like, what a classy way to go out. You like, no. Giant explosion comes uh, out, fixes tie, pans around, half his face is missing. I was about to say, how fucking business like do you can or can you fucking be 
that your last fucking action ever is to straighten your goddamn tie before you collapse on the ground. Dude, it was such a classy, like, a, what a great way to end a season, man. I remember watching that at Scott's house, and I, dude, I, cause he's, cause he watched it ahead of me, and he was watching my face as I was watching it. Mm-hmm. And, it, dude, it was fucking incredible. I can't even imagine watching that for the first time now. It's just so iconic. Because I, I wanted, like, I was like, if there's a figure of that, I need to buy it. And t Hastings totally had a $40 Gus Fring blown the fuck up. And I got that motherfucker right goddamn now. Hell yeah. Man. <laughs> I want to go back. Ben, earlier you were saying something about Vince Gilligan. It's so good with continuity. Yes. There was one thing that I've come across that I was just like, huh, he kind of just forgot all about that shit, didn't he? And that was the uh, video that Walter made trying to frame Hank for everything. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. That was, oh, yeah. Little, so like, it, Jewy kind of like, oh, well, he fucked Yeah. Yeah, so then Hank's like, oh, just can't go to the DEA about this now. And then just like, Within like an episode or two, it's, it's pretty much just like that video never happened. We're just going to pretend that didn't happen and move on. Well, I think and... it was more like they tried it and as Walter White himself, like they realized it wasn't really going to work out like he wanted. So it, I mean, yeah, it, that's something to kind of look into, I guess, a bit. Because like, dude, one of the best scenes was after he... He was trying to get the list of the inmates from Mike, like the nine oh, people. Yes. And because he's like, man, if they're not getting paid anymore, what's keeping them from being silent? And so he got with the fucking racist ass freaking people. And he's like, I need all I think nine people killed in like five different prisons in under two minutes. And they're <laughs> like, that's impossible. He's like, get it done. It's not impossible. And sure enough, dude, that was like, <laughs> that, oh man, I, I couldn't even believe that shit, dude. It was such a violent two minutes, and like, even the music behind it was like super playful, and like, da 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 And he's just sitting there watching the clock, you see people getting stabbed, there's people you don't even see get stabbed that are already dead that are just laying on a bench, bleeding out of their neck, and no one even knows that it happened yet. Dude, when I was watching that recap earlier, so, the guy actually said something pretty funny that I'd never heard, when he was talking to, uh... Todd's uncle, and he was just like, yeah, it's like, he's probably pretty sketchy, I mean, he's got a tattoo of a half-finished window on his neck, so and I was like, half-finished window? And I was like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> Fucking yeah. Oh man, we're just uh, from the uh, window cleaners ex extreme that's, that's us, man, that's our symbol Yeah, we we, uh, we charge half off for every window that we fix <laughs> well, see, what I also love about it is, like, Vince Gilligan will get a bunch of comedians in, too. Because, like, I mean, for starters, Bob Odenkirk is super comedian. He did, like, in Mr. Show. He's in he's in a bunch of, like, Tim and Eric. He's the reason Tim and Eric got so big. They sent him random headshots of themselves, and he's like, I don't know why, but this is hilarious. Uh, but, like, even uh, Saul Goodman's, like, henchmen, man. They got that, uh, that LeVon dude and uh, Bill Burr. Uh, We're both in there, man. Lavelle Crawford? Yes, that's it. That dude's fucking funny, man. <laughs> you can barely understand what he's saying in real life, man, but... but I don't dude, know if they're gonna kill a little dude. 
And I guess I guess Bill Burr liked the whole uh, like the whole TV stint uh, to the point to where he found himself in the Mandalorian later on. Dude, honestly, any master of a lot of things. He really is, but it's also like, how lucky are you in your life to be like, I'm technically in Star Wars. What a dream come true for any and everybody. Well, apparently, he's a fucking helicopter pilot. Apparently, the Mandalorian is canon, so he's actually in fucking canon. Star Wars. Yeah, he is, of course. It's like even how how when um they were trying to figure out how to launder their money, and Saul Goodman's like laser tag. Oh, it's fun for the kids, and Skyler's like that's a stupid idea. It'd make more sense for him to buy the car wash he was working at. And yeah. even how they set that up and steal the fucking car wash away from him, bro. That was, like... That's the time when Skylar turns into a badass. Yeah. Yeah, Skylar like, is... She's made to be very annoying at times just because you're supposed... You think you're supposed to love Walter at the beginning, you know? So you're following him. And, and that's honestly, the main story. Yes. And but you're... She's being a major drag on that. <laughs> Just let me cook meth. What the fuck's wrong with you? Seriously, like, how does she not get it? How does she not he, get it? Even Vince Gilligan, man, he's like, honest, like, I don't see how people are such a fan of Heisenberg. He's a terrible person. He's like, I don't make him to be a hero. He's a bad person doing bad things. So it just blows my mind. I'm like, dude, you made him such an anti-hero that it's like, I don't watch the show for Hank. I don't watch it for Walt. Okay, I do watch it for Walt Jr. because it's funny to see a retarded kid. <laughs> <laughs> that's terrible I can't drive you without can't using you can't man you can't Uncle Hank you, oh, oh. you can't Uncle Hank dad I can't drive without using both feet <laughs> I mean but like me as a kid like if I had it, I'd feel bad like, oh, your legs don't work huh? I got cerebral palsy you asshole <laughs> It's oh, like, you remember funny. that that scene when that fucking douchebag in that red car kept, like, he was on his phone and just kept cutting everyone off, and, like, yeah. Walter was just watching him at the pump, and he walked in, so he got the little uh, window scraper and just put it on his battery and blew his shit up. Mm -hmm. Like, fuck you. Now, remember the one where he's in a place and the guy is on his, like, Bluetooth headset? Yeah, that's, that's pretty much what I'm talking about. That guy's oh. a dick. He Wasn't blows that up guy? that same guy. Yeah, he blows up the dickhead dude's car. I couldn't remember what he did. I remember he fucked him over somehow. Now I will say, Breaking Bad is the only TV show I know of that makes such a hideous, fucking stupid, dinky ass goddamn vehicle like the Pontiac Aztec look fucking cool. His fucking <laughs> his his main like his fucking ride for throughout the entire fucking series is this. Butt-ass fucking Rocky Dennis-looking fucking car. <laughs> yeah, he can't even share it. <laughs> Did it? Because she was in the Rocky Dennis movie, Mask. <laughs> but, I mean, even even then, when you think about it, like, when, like, oh, let's buy this RV and, like, do the rolling meth lab, like, that's actually a brilliant idea. Because there are actual people... Who are named Walter White? Who have cooked badass meth? Like, there's t at least two of them out there. Actually, one second. I, dude, I I promise you, I've seen a documentary about it. He's like, my name is Walter White. And I used to cook meth, and it was like the best. Damn it! And... Damn it! You you fucking you fucking uh watched the same thing that I watched. I was gonna reference that. 
I mean, but honestly, like Walter White's a pretty. I mean, there's people with that name. Because like, yeah. I used I used to work with this one dude who looked just like him. Yet he was just bald with a goatee, and it's like, bro, you look just like Walter White. And he's like, oh yeah, and he just shows me a tattoo he has of a meth pipe with like three little demons around it. And I was like, do you regret that? And he's like, yes, I totally do. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I was actually gonna say, uh, we, you know, everybody knows that like the death of Walter White is that one scene. Uh-huh. Yeah, me, when... personally, I think it was kind of more whenever he's going around in that hardware store, I think it is, and he sees that weird dude buying the sketchy all the sketchy dude buying yeah, and meth. he's like, yeah, and he's and like, he goes, or he tells him, he's like, don't buy it all at one place, and gives him all the advice, and he goes out and sees his, like, boss or whatever, and he's just like, stay out of my territory. For me, I was like, that's really where it starts to get. See, I mean, that's not so much the death of Walter White, but that's more of Heisenberg becoming more comfortable with himself as a kingpin yeah because like the him him being his because saying something's hilarious or hysterical like it's literally means it's so brain breaking that like you're laughing at because the only time I've, I've done that is when my grandmother died and i was crying for like an hour and then i ended up just something switched and i could not stop laughing yeah. so i've been there so like seeing it because like just that scene where he's like, "Where's the money, Skyler?" Like, I gave it to Ted, and he's like, "Oh, we're fucked. Oh, we're super fucked. I don't give a shit." Blah. Damn, fucking Regina gave you a Joaquin Phoenix jo- Joker moment, dude. And even then, a little nod for a, a the Joker movie with Joaquin Phoenix. The comedy club he's playing in is called Pogo's, which is <laughs> like Pogo the Clown from you know fucking John Wayne Gacy. Yeah. Dude, somebody was saying the other day on a podcast I was listening to, they were like, I would love to see, like, a movie about John Wayne Gacy where it really just, like, highlights how good of a clown he was, and then, like, at the end of it, it's just like, oh, by the way, we found, like, all these bodies. <laughs> I've always Yeah, like, like, he has, like, a beautiful fucking ending, and then it just, like, a, a title card. <laughs> there were 33 bodies found under his crawl space. Like, Whoa, exactly. what? <laughs> you know what? I volunteer as tribute for cinematographer, editor, and sound guy. Let's get Connor on the fucking line. He'll be John Wayne Gacy. <laughs> oh, dude, I, he, like, I, I could do his, his face paint. Because, like, even John Wayne Gacy's face paint was more psychological. Because, like, a lot of clowns, you know, they have, like, rounder edges. But John Wayne Gacy's, he had sharp, pointed edges, which kind of put a more sinister look on the clown. It reminds me of that fucking, uh, that fucking song. I... Matt, you remember Space Ghost Coast to Coast, right? Oh, yeah, you're like a big, big straw man. <laughs> Don't send in the clowns. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do remember Space Ghost Coast to the Coast. Fucking love that show. Uh, I will say, uh, with reference to El Camino, I do believe they, they depicted... Um, PTSD perfectly with that because if I'm not sure if y'all remember because you hadn't seen it in a couple of years and I know Charlie saw it in passing but the very first morning whenever he wakes up he wakes up and stares up and what he's supposed to see is a fucking popcorn ass ceiling with a ceiling fan spinning but instead he sees those fucking bars and the top over it and he starts freaking out, thinking that he's in that concrete hole in the ground again. Yes, like I said, dude, it really fucks him up because like the whole thing 
after the kid dying, that's kind of when Jesse was like, I'm out. Like, I want to be done. Like, him and Mike were both like, we need to get out of this. Yeah. Because like, then it got to where, well, Walt was doing the only cooking, so he was getting all the money, and yeah, she they, couldn't even launder all of it. She had to buy a storage unit. Yeah, that's when they tied him to the fucking radiator and graped him in the mouth. They just graped him <laughs> in the mouth. <laughs> but yeah, like, see, uh, situations like that, whenever he... Like, he starts fucking ripping the blinds and shit, thinking that he's in the fucking cage. And then he goes into the fucking bath, uh, bathroom and takes a shower, but he's suddenly reminded of being hosed off by a fireman's hose uh, whenever he gets too smelly for his fucking captors and shit and starts freaking out because of that. Oh, Ooh, yeah. I actually just found this thing that's um, it's talking about the colors in Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, people that are wearing beige indicates that someone is not a threat because i mean you know when he's at like the uh, gray matter little meeting and stuff everyone's wearing beige apparently um yellow symbolizes the meth business so you know that's why they're in their little suits uh green on breaking bad represents money or more importantly change because i mean that's the mo- one of the most iconic heisenbergs is him in his underwear with a green shirt tucked into his whitey tidies a purple Purple, or we'll see. I'm on pink right now. Pink stands for childlike innocence. He does have a weird little C. Uh, orange represents danger and anything that's a threat to Walter White, because that's why Hank wears a lot of orange. Oh. Uh, blue, blue stands for loyalty and dependability, which is kind of Skylar's color, I guess, because I she's she becomes a ride or die bitch for a minute, and then she tries to drown herself in a fucking swimming pool. All it says is purple is something Marie just likes on Breaking Bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, white symbolizes yeah, white symbolizes purity, and well, that, that's about it for those. But that's that's that, pretty neat. Because oh, I know well, each that char- would make sense because well, Skylar's not exactly purity, but she's wearing white when she's trying, kind of trying to drown herself, kind of being a weird dramatic bitch. But she does do some weird fucking like ah, oh, you fucking emotional bitch. Well, at the same time, I kind of look at it like this. You've got a fucking control freak who's coming to realize that her major source of income, who also happens to be afflicted with a fucking with a fucking virus that's going to take him out much, way before his fucking time, is now a drug kingpin and has essentially dragged the entire family into it. And so now everything's completely out of control the opposite of what she's used to, the opposite of what she would ever desire. And so now she's just like, fuck this shit, I'm out, and decides to fucking try and drown herself. But that's also at the end when he gives her that last final call and he's like, you dumb bitch, you should have just did what I commanded you to do. Because that way it just makes it... Because everyone's listening to her conversation, so it's like, it's you know, even Saul Goodman's like, that's a smart call with that phone call because it... takes the blame off of her like she was being forced to do everything well like it's it's even more so to the point with that because if you look at it if you look at it from the very beginning she didn't make the money but she wore the pants in the family she dictated because he literally starts out without pants (laughs) (laughs) but no like like she fucking she fucking dictates like how the money is spent and everything i think she mentioned something like a 20 something dollar charge on a credit card that she didn't know about and was fucking bitching up a storm about that. And was just doing all this fucking control freak bullshit. And 
you know, it's it it basically conveyed to me, okay, she's used to having control of all the fucking knobs and levers while somebody was feeding her money. Now she's in basically a subservient role with Walter White being the fucking kingpin and she's trying to keep this fucking facade going uh, for Walter Jr. and their daughter at the same yeah, time. Yeah, see, and but I also get since he's cl he's clearly being shady. <laughs> like, that's that's a whole... Because, you know, I, I, I've been shady around my wife and, like, it, it creates rifts immediately. Like, people know when you're lying, even if you're good at it. Like, just, you can't be leaving all the goddamn time. Like, even when he misses his fucking daughter's birth because, like, bring the money here now and he's got to go to Jane's apartment and they got to find it and, like, it's insane, man. And someone be someone's in ends up overdosing because of Jane's addiction. But I'm shh. <laughs> <laughs> That's another reference. <laughs> but, yeah, it's, I think... Like, bear in mind, what I'm saying is not the entirety of the reason why she decided to try and fucking off herself subconsciously, it seems. But it's a pretty decent contributing factor considering is how it runs completely in contrast to what she has developed over the course of their marriage and everything. Like, she is the one who knocks while he knocks her whenever she says it's okay. You know, shit, shit oh, like that. Like after the after he fucking does the first thing and like he gets his money, and he comes back and he he just has very passionate sex with Skyler. Like that's how episode one ends. Yeah. Where he gets in bed and she's like, oh oh Walt. And, and a little later on, he tries it again, and she's not with it. You know, they knock the stuff off the fucking refrigerator and stuff. Because he, he's like, he's trying to be another badass and go take his wife, but she's like, just like, you need to calm down, like, stop. But, like, the first time when he does it, what Brian Cranston did was he had a fucking giant cucumber in his pants. So when he jumped in the bed, he just shoved it in her, like, right in her butt. And she's like, oh, like, oh, Walt, <laughs> how you doing? I love how during a PTA meeting, she's trying to be all attentive and shit, and he just starts fingering her under the table. Hey, man, I, I've been there. <laughs> Sometimes that's so that's like kind of some of the hottest shit though if you're not supposed to be doing it. Oh yeah, of course. What, what I love about some of the deleted scenes or fake endings at the end of season four on the Blu-rays or DVDs or whatever, um, it kind it he ends up waking up in his bed, but he's Hal from Malcolm in the Middle, and Lois is next to him, and he still has the beard and everything, and like ah ah like. How? What's wrong? He's like, oh, I just had this crazy fucking nightmare where this like kid was wearing like his older brother's clothes, and he was like, bitch, 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 and I was like, <laughs> I was cooking drugs, and I was married to this hot blonde, and she's like, I know that was a dream because you would never be married to a hot blonde. Like I knew if you grew a beard, this shit would happen. <laughs> That's hilarious, dude. Yeah, they actually shot that scene where it's like I fucking love that they did that. I need to there's see a, that. There's I have another. To come over like, and watch all the extras with you, dude. <laughs> There's like another I I'm I haven't gotten to I don't know if it's real or not but there was one where season the season ends you see him fucking dead bleeding out and the camera pans up and then it cuts and then you just see him back at the very at the doctor's office and he's like Mr. White Mr. White do you understand what I just said and he's like yeah I have cancer two oh. years to live 
Oh, they're establishing the whole thing where it's like a fantasy in his head? Yeah, it's well, not even a fantasy. It's just that's how it's going to play out. So, yeah. But it's like also, I mean, maybe it didn't, but I mean, it totally fucking did. Is it kind of bad that I see... I see a Breaking Bad watching party just happening. Like Charlie starts driving over to your place, stops, stops. Oh, and uh, like I'm, I meet up with him on the fucking road, and then we just both park into your fucking place, and are just like, dude, 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 break out the fucking barrel. <laughs> yeah, as long as we have a sixty-two, as long as we have sixty-two hours. Be- Ooh, dude, sixty-two hours, sixty-two episodes. <laughs> <laughs> 62 is the fucking one of the main things in meth that's pretty cool but it would take two days and 14 hours to watch the entire show which honestly i could totally do it it might take longer because the blu-rays take a whole minute to load i just gotta have a way to stay up for 62 hours and i know you're the go-to guy for that Maybe. for that solution so so you need to stay up and we're gonna watch a show about meth i wonder what we're gonna do <laughs> 69 baby yeah let's do it <laughs> We're going to 69 while watching Breaking Bad. <laughs> I am the one who sucks cocks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the one who deep throats. <laughs> I am the stranger. <laughs> Devin just walks in on this and be like, oh, I see you're still at it. All right, then. And it just she turns. would walk in. She'd be like, it's the fucking train episode again. God <laughs> <damn it. laughs> Pull your friend's dicks out of your mouth and move on. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> They'd be like, and then uh, one of us would have like a muffled voice, be like, "What's up, Darren?" Oh, there's Boston Breaking Bad with a dick in my mouth. Because <laughs> I, I was listening to some people talk about Breaking Bad on a podcast, and one of the dudes, he was like, "Fucking hate how they did all that foreshadowing." It like it's just like I thought it was gonna pay off bigger. It's like, what do you mean pay off bigger? Two planes blew the fuck up. <laughs> Is that not good enough for you? I'm sorry it's not tragic enough for you. Well, see, this is one reason why I don't, like, I take the critiques that we get on our podcast and try to work around it, but at the same time, I don't see it as life and death because we, you can never appease everybody. You can. No, of course not. Try as you fucking might, you're going to fucking kill yourself before everybody is, uh, has a half-ass decent smirk at least. I mean, squeak. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's just a it's just a fucking fact of life. There's always gonna be something somebody that's bitching up a fucking storm or hates this or detests that or and you know what. Ben Bain. Oh no, dude! I, I <laughs> as far as I'm I'm fucking detail oriented when it comes to this fucking shit. Like anything anything in a creative level that involves editing shooting shit, you know, effects and stuff like that. I'm I'm both the best and worst person to have because one, I'm the best I could get the job done, but the worst because I will be on your fucking ass like a jackbooted goddamn fucking Nazi until I get what I fucking want. <laughs> well, it's like for me cuz I, I I know movie quotes like the back of my hand. No, <laughs> but no. So it's like when I hear someone misquote a, a movie that I I fucking know, and then I'm like, it's actually it's actually. I'm just, I hate to be the well actually guy, but it, it's this. Dude, congratulations! You're in the club now. <laughs> I am not the club. I am the one who clubs. <laughs> clubs people club over baby the seals. <laughs> clubs people over the head for misquoting shit. <laughs> nah, we fucking slice throats with fucking box cutters in this bitch. <laughs>
Oh, man. Ah, fucking shit. Well, boys. It's... I think it's about time for me. Yeah. Well, I think uh, I think it's about... I think we basically rounded it out. We talked a little bit about Better Call Saul. We covered all five seasons, and then we touched we'll a little say, bit... Well, say, man, we just, we just wanted to fucking geek out about Breaking Bad. Cause yeah. It's, like it's, you said, it's, like me and Matt said uh, in a Facebook Messenger, we were like, we're just basically going to suck Vince Gilligan's dick for... Yes, so. again, if you're listening to this podcast, which I know you're not, but thank you so much for how you have made me try meth. Wait. <laughs> Thanks for the show. Wait, damn it. It's all your fault. It's all your fault. Hey, who fucking knows? I mean, it apparently, according to our fucking an email that we just got the other day, Apparently we're bat we're punching way above our weight class because apparently somebody thinks that we actually have some fucking money. Um, I mean, hey that? baby, we're rocking twelve dollars right now. So baby. we got actually. Hold up, hold up. I'm curious. Not have twelve dollars. I get to tell you that much. Uh, Charlie, you are correct. However, you are correct in the wrong direction. Oh really? Yes, we officially have thirteen dollars and fifty-seven cents. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we are rich, rich. <laughs> but no, um, gotta keep that in a storage unit. In, in all, <laughs> in all seriousness, though, apparently they fucking think uh, this. Now, I know you mean well. I'm glad you found the podcast. Apparently you like what you hear, or else you wouldn't have lasted long enough to get our fucking email address that I always say at the end. However, we are not made of money. As a matter of fact, we are in need of money. But We're very much in need of money. She's like... For just 12 <laughs> quarters a day, you can, <laughs> you can save this podcast. It's, it's hurting, man. <laughs> in the arms of an angel. Yeah, the little African kids and the dogs, dude. Save us, man. But no, she says, Hi, I hope you are doing well. My name is Sundas Rays. I provide good quality transcription services for podcasts, phone calls, interviews, YouTube videos, meetings and conferences, webinars, speeches, and business meetings at minimal cost and within a short time. Each transcript is properly formatted. Strict grammar and punctuation rules are adhered. And of course, file security is something I take very seriously. My work comes first because transcribing is my career. I have and and am and will be a transcriber for a long time. Trust me, and you will never regret it. I hope you consider this email helpful. Thanks! And then she links her fucking fiver. <laughs> well, she hit she hit at the right time, because she knows that most podcasts are at their peak at about 12, 13 episodes in. That's when they're making the most money. <laughs> ah, shit, we're so. on the downslope then, because I think this is the 16th. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, we're, yeah, we already peaked, sorry. <laughs> I, I will say... <laughs> I will say, ma'am, thank you for the offer. However, we are in need of money. We don't have, we don't exactly have money to throw around, despite the amazing production quality that we have. However, you seem to be a fairly attractive and intelligent individual. Might I suggest so here's thirteen dollars? <laughs> <laughs> might I suggest that you uh, find yourself to be single and then drive your happy ass down to San Angelo to meet our beloved Connor Edward Gary Empey? Should I make your pulse rise? Who is single and ready to mingle? He's got two middle names. Yes, he's got he two middle names. That's a serial killer. <laughs> Hunter Edward Gary Impey. That is a serial. It's like David Parker Ray. That is a serial killer. 
So yes, if you would like a dose of that Canadian bacon, then uh, email us again at mementomorons at gmail.com. <laughs> yeah, maybe your $13 can pay for a transcript that's just like a fortune cookie size. <laughs> <laughs> it says pee is not stored in the balls. <laughs> that's not true. It is stored in the balls. You can't convince me otherwise. Balls deep. <laughs> How do women pee then? They pee, in their oh, yeah, they pee in their butt. I pee in their butt so they can pee out of their, their puss. I provide their pee for them from my balls. Do you not get how this works? It's basic Pretty biology. Simple. Money, corn chowder. <laughs> each other in a cycle. How do we make money from that, it? That's gonna be eat corn deep, chowder! It's going to be a deep inside joke there. For, that is a deep if cut. You, if from you a... listen to this and you get that, Fuck yeah. If, if you yeah, made it all man. the way if you made it all the way to the end of this breaking podcast to hear a fucking reference to human giant, which is not streaming any fucking where, eat the corn chowder. And we're but gonna that's your job. We're gonna fucking mention this shit three hundred episodes down. If somebody laughs, then thank you. You are a true fucking super fan. <laughs> I mean the only way to keep to build fans is keep something going was like Honestly, I'm one of our biggest fans. I'll listen to all, even if it's just me listening to our shit after we make it. Like, it's fucking awesome. I'm just fucking glad that something creative is actually kind of taking off for a change. Because how many fucking times have I been yelling and screaming at you fucks trying to make something? <laughs> um, enough where you sound like my Mexican grandparents. <laughs> See, I'm gonna get the chocla out, and we're gonna make something, or I'm gonna no, beat no, your no, ass. <laughs> <laughs> but anyhow, anybody got any fucking closing thoughts, or are we gonna round this shit up? Uh, I actually, I looked through my notes. We actually covered everything that I had, because, like I said, it was half a page, but it was really like nine things just written out. In, uh, in like 36 point font, just covering the entire fucking page. It just said talk. It just said talk good. (laughs) Talk good. Two words. The whole page. (laughs) I was like, I think that thing Vince Gilligan did was fucking cool. (laughs) And and, and the other thing was pretty cool. Somebody else told me about it, but then I'm repeating it now. Welcome to Breaking Bad is cool. He needs to. Man, Breaking Bad is cool. He he needs to. He needs to fucking buy a piece of an archipelago and then nuke the part that can. That connects it to the mainland, so that way it could be Vince Gilligan's Island. <laughs> God well, damn thought, it! I thought we were gonna join together in radio silence. Just now, but... <laughs> yeah, you two suck at peddling meth. <laughs> Probably so. All right. But all right, boys. All right. Well, eh, if you got any questions, comments, concerns, bitches, Christ complaints, then hit us up at momentumorns at gmail.com. If you want to hit up. Uh, somebody for a fucking art commission and then check out Matt at Nosferadude on Instagram. It's Nos the energy drink, fur as in furry but not weird and then a dude. And so... Yeah, and if you want some of that uh, blue clear sky hit up Walter White. Fuck yeah. Uh, let's see. We're on Twitter at Momentum Morons. We are... We have an Anchor.fm support page if you want to toss a dollar, maybe $5, maybe $20. Hey, I don't maybe fucking 13. care. Hey, maybe $13 so we can round it out to $26. let us fucking go. man. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And if you want to fucking do that shit, you know, just, just whatever. Just uh, apparently you like what you're listening to, and we like providing it. So, hey. Yeah, and if you don't want to, I'm going to quote Gus, which is, I will kill your wife. 
I will kill your son. I will kill your infant daughter. See, I will physically quote Gus in straightening my tie before I collapse on the ground. <laughs> hey man, just just because you shot Jesse James doesn't make you Jesse James. But on that note, I guess uh, we'll catch y'all fuckers later. Thank Peace you. Later. Breakfast. Hooray for breakfast. Two different messages. Thank you. Peace, bitches. <laughs> Bitch.